Hot Springs Village Inside Out is a closer look at the greatness of Hot Springs Village, Arkansas and the surrounding areas, people, places, experiences. Hot Springs Village is one of the most beautiful places on earth. Join me, Randy Cantrell, and my co-host Dennis Simpson as we engage in weekly conversations to explore Hot Springs Village Inside Out. Today's show is brought to you by Central Arkansas's favorite radio station, KVRE. Find them on the dial at 92.9 FM. Stream them live at kvre.com. Remax of Hot Springs Village. The award-winning Remax of Hot Springs Village is the largest real estate office inside the village with over 30 full-time agents and support staff. Visit them to learn more about this beautiful place to solve your real estate needs. Call them today at 1-800-364-9007. Find them online at explorehsv.com. They are Remax of Hot Springs Village at 1-800-364-9007 or online at explorehsv.com. Ike Eisenhower State Farm. Ike and his award-winning team have been serving the insurance needs of folks all around Hot Springs Village since 1998. Ike has qualified for State Farm's President's Club, Chairman's Circle, and Hot Springs Village Insurance Agent of the Year. Call Ike Eisenhower State Farm today at 501-984-4100. That's 501-984-4100. Find them online at IkeEisenhower.net. Call them today for all your insurance needs because, like a good neighbor, Ike Eisenhower State Farm is there. And we're back. <laughs> Dennis and Randy. Randy, how are you, buddy? Tired. Tired? <laughs> yeah, I'm tired. Well, if you think you're tired now, wait till I tell you about... I know what's about... ahead. Worldwide <laughs> travel. Talk of worldwide travel just makes me tired. It just makes me yeah. tired all over. So, so it does it pre-tired you, or is it just like you know post-tired? You're like, ah, I'm going to be tired, or what? No, both. Both, both yeah, pre, yeah, yeah, pre-post and present. <laughs> tired. Well, you've you've heard a lot of the the story all the way through, and you know, I can understand when somebody says, "Why would you bother for international travel?" Got a couple of world-class stories I think you'll like, but, uh, yeah, well, of course you do. You've got, well, way, you've got, you've got probably way too many for, a, I don't know what, however long this will be an hour. Yeah, we, Lord will, knows, Lord knows, you know, will, whatever this will be, Randy, back in the good old series, that's all yeah. I ask <laughs> <laughs> back in the good old days when you and I recorded, uh, you had a 30 minute tape. And, and you better you better get your <laughs> yeah. thoughts over with in thirty minutes, you know. Yeah. But no, nowadays, yeah. no digital man, we're unlimited. Yeah. Uh, I think cool I've got. That? Let me check here. Yeah, three hundred and forty eight hours left. We're good. <laughs> yeah. Well, for those of you that are new to the podcast, welcome. Sorry that this is going to be your first episode, maybe, but you know, mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes. Dennis went on a vacation. He does this every time about this time of year, mm-hmm. and he he goes big. He does not go home. He goes big, and then he comes home. Then he comes home. So worn out. He and his wife, they went they went really big. How long did you plan this trip? Uh we had been planning this. Well, let me back up a little. We had been planning since 2019, 2020 to go to Spain. And that was delayed roughly two years. So last year, about this time, we went to Spain and Barcelona and uh, couldn't have been nicer. 
Uh, so and that then, was the pre-pandemic planned trip. Not yeah. The- well, and and to the, this just and one of the reasons we talked about on the on the the uh, Facebook fight, we talked about tip travel travel tips. Uh, one of the things I wanted to mention was was that uh, when we booked in 2019, we had round trips from Dallas to uh, Madrid for four hundred and thirty two dollars a person round trip in 2019. That's nuts. It was just insane. So we got these hot little coupons in our hand, man. We uh-huh. and we booked it in 2019. We'll just travel tip real quick. Typically, they only book about 10 or 11 months out. And as soon as that 10 or 11 month window becomes open, we knew we would be traveling in May. So we were buying them in you know September, October the year before. And man, I mean, just fire sales. Then this what, what do they call it? COVID thing. Mm. Then it hit. You know who who knew? Who knew? And then when COVID hit, they were like, yeah, yeah, all bets are off. Yeah, well, you got a $400 coupon, but that's about it. So, Can, oh, so you, oh, so it, that just went toward whatever the new elevated price was going to be. When we traveled in 2022. Gotcha. Now, in 2023, we were kind of leery about what we were going to do. We kept thinking, we actually thought we wanted to go to Western Italy, which is the Amalfi Coast, Capri, Capri, um, Sicily areas like that and Naples. And uh, that's what we had originally looked for. And then, as I mentioned before, the fine folks at Oaklawn called and said, uh, Dennis and Diana, you you have won a cruise. Come on down. And we're like, hmm, well, we had done this once before. And you go by and they give you a cert, a certificate that says here, this is good for one cruise, interior cabin for this many nights. And they had it between like three nights and 10 nights at these particular ports. And we pulled up the coupon the next day and it said, there's a nine day cruise leaving Athens. And I thought, well, by golly, all we got to do is get to the airport, you know, get, get there, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, And then in fine print beneath that, it said, Oh, by the way, Norwegian, the cruise line we were booking it on uh, is offering one full half fare and half fare for the next. So there was like a 25% off the airline too. So it went from, for both of us, for a couple of weeks, it went from $5,000 to $2,500. It got really, really, really cheap. And we were like, we would be stupid to not go yeah, do this. Awesome. So, <clears throat> well, yeah, we'd be stupid not to. But then, but then we packed up, Randy. Mm-hmm. And we leave United in Little Rock and we get to Chicago. That was nice. And I'm looking on the app and it says where your bags are here and whatever. And then we go from from Chicago to Zurich which I'm thinking, God, oh, this is cool. We're in Switzerland, but I'm, I'm 15 hours sleep deprived. I can't see anything. I'm blurry eyed, but it's, a, they got chocolate everywhere. It's kind of cool. Uh, and it's not that I'm the, the flight was about nine hours from Chicago to Zurich. So it, it's not that that's awful, but that in Zurich it's 10 AM and your body thinks it's, you know, 11 o'clock the night before it, it's really uh and apparently when you get to zurich united throws your bags out on the tarmac and maybe swiss air picks them up maybe they don't who knows right they didn't and then we ride another two and a half hours from uh, zurich to athens and and i gotta tell you one of the highlights was diane was sitting by the window taking some pictures we're flying over the swiss alps and it's you know jaw dropping just you know we're just taking pictures and just stunned we get to Athens and it's real. It's a cool place. It's a tiny, I say a tiny airport. The airport hub itself is tiny. The rest of the building, it just 
you know, vast expanses of, and it's kind of what you think of, you know, you, in your mind, Randy, don't you kind of like semi-desert kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. You kind of think of it being a little arid. It It is arid, but there are places that are just incredibly green and lush, but I'm trying in my mind, I'm trying to think of a place where there wasn't some bare ground. It just, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's not green and lush like it is here, of course, right. but there were a lot of, a lot of really green places, but uh, we get off the airplane uh, around uh, two o'clock and I'm standing in the line and it says last bag 245. And I'm like, oh, ours aren't here. So yeah, we, we uh, get a taxi, go to the airport, <clears throat> go to the have airport. You've been traveling how, how long at this point? Uh, 22, 23 hours at that point. We may, well, Jeffrey was on the, on the air flight, on the flight from Zurich to Spain and a little Oriental boy. And every time he would begin to nod off (laughs) and he would just literally cry like crazy. And I had noise counseling headphones and he was six to eight feet are in the room at any time. So we, there was not a lot of sleep. There was not a lot of sleep, but you should have packed your children Benadryl. You know, I actually, I was thinking about uh, Mickey. I, I was actually thinking about like a blow dart with mm-hmm. a little Benadryl and he, yeah. you know, yeah, uh, that would have worked. I'm now, not are for these, dr- Are these places that have you been to any of these places before? Oh, or is this the first time? Never, okay. never, never. And, oh, yeah. and thanks for that one. Cause I'm going to come back around to that in a minute. It's we've really kind of changed how we think we're going to do this. And I'll explain in a minute. Last year we talked about in 2020, we were in Madrid and, and that was basically a, a buffet with the, uh, with the cruise line. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. You just can't it, find a local all you can eat buffet. That you can- I just can't, just can't do it. <laughs> no, we, we you went to get on a boat. We got to get on nine, a boat. That's the 9,000 strangers. So that you ask can- Clara, ask Clara. She'll tell you that's the only place they have good, good buffets at, you know? Yeah. No, but a travel buffet where we wanted to taste a lot of different places. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, we got to Barcelona. I was I'm such a nerd last year. We, we I'm watching the, the, the map and we just come year. across, well, I know, but we just come across Spain and Portugal and I'm like, Oh, we're in Spain. Oh, wow. How cool. You know, we're in Spain. I'm kind of excited. We're going to land in another three hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is like flying over Texas. Oh my yeah. God, 600 miles an hour. And we're still going. Right. Yeah. We, anyway, we, we land and I'm thinking it's not going to take that long to get from Barcelona under Gibraltar, you know, between the Straits uh-huh. of Gibraltar and all that. Uh, that was three and a half days. Uh, so then they put us out and we go through these other little places. And, and, and in my mind, Randy, and you, you'll know where I'm going here. Uh, in my mind, I'm imagining advanced crews hitting the ground. You know, Carnival, NCL, okay, any of these guys, they have teams that hit the ground and go, okay, we would tender people from here, yeah. and there's a little tourist trap here, and here's where we'll, we'll passport, we'll, you know, run their passports. And I mean, they have, you know, I mean, think about it. If you had a small town that was coastal and you had a cruise ship coming in, yeah, it could mean something, yeah. right? Big boom well, to your economy. A big boom to your economy. Well, so anyway, let me come back to the deal real quick. So that Diane didn't got happen, us obviously one. Uh, I'm sorry. That what? didn't happen. Obviously the big boon to the economy. Yeah. The, well, the, you know, marshalling all the forces to welcome you or whatever. So Diane got us a place at the Lotus Inn in downtown Athens. Now, the white uh, Lotus? I'm, uh, LA, uh, like, yeah, literally. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, have, Lotus you, seen, have you seen that show? 
What's that? No. There's a show called White Lotus. No. What's it about? I don't know. It's about the White Lotus, about some... It's kind of bizarre, but keep going. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Okay, okay, okay. Well, anyway, so. remember where you stayed now. Well, the reason, good, because the reason I say that is is that we were in, anyway, we were at the airport, and it was about a 50 euro, $50 taxi ride back, about $48, because it was a a long way. But when they dropped us, uh, they put us at this little hotel. Caddy Corner is a liquor store. Down the way is a little path that goes up to a park, and uh, the, the, we're maybe a, quarter of a block from a like a little city center and it's a low city center with a couple of churches okay, now we're in athens we're in athens okay. yeah and, and it's super nice well they put us out at this hotel and it's the one that we you know on the map we're trying to figure out where everything looks like you know before when we booked it before well i mean yeah. and i think it was 125 dollars a night for this kind of downtown nice yeah. enough you know room. and we walk in and we give the lady the slip it says they've lost our bags and she's like i will call every hour until we reach them yeah and i'm like really i mean and the the good in spain the people were nice in greece the people were oh my god i just like they were just going to hug you as soon as you walked in the door uh we had three different people that were calling to get our bags back and they rotated and you know they would go on and off shift or whatever yep. and and they called finally and said hey great news they found your bags good to know right because we're this getting is, on a cruise how and, long later <clears throat> day and a half okay and then we're getting ready to get on the cruise the next morning well we've got some good news and some bad news the good news is we've got your bags the bad news is not both of them made the plane this time only one of them made the plane this time so it'll be here by 2 30 but the other one will be here by 6 30 but there's no way for us to shuttle it back and forth and they may have done us a favor in in a stupid way because they kept saying well wherever you're going to be at just let us know and we'll ship the bags to that port and i can imagine going for nine days to a different port every day and your bags are just a day behind you just just missed it just a bit outside right so uh well, who they, got when their they t- bag first who 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 got the bag for, who got oh, their well, bag first you well, no neither one of us because uh they were like well we can bring you one but the other one's not going to be here. And Diane and I just said, look, we're not going to risk it tomorrow. We're going to come get the bags. We will ride out to the airport. Oh, okay. And and one, and uh, Totas, Totas said, uh, the little guy up front at the, at the counter said, hey, Dennis, uh, why don't you just get on the Metro? And I'm like, okay, this has always been kind of a litmus test for how good of a traveler you are. Everything's pronounced differently. Mm-hmm. It's literally all Greek to me, literally all right. Greek to me. And you're going to have to ride on the metro system. Okay, the road go. This goes. Where's the English? Yeah. Blah 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 blah. Well, are they at least color coded? They are color coded, and the people, like I say, were super friendly. But I, I missed part of the detail. I told well, there was a free breakfast at this place where we were staying just for a couple of nights, and and Diane said, "Well, why don't we? You know, why don't you go upstairs and see what it's like, and and you know, come get me or tell me or whatever." And uh, yeah, I went so upstairs. You, sick, you go. No, no. Yeah, exactly. If. if <laughs> If you come back dead, then yeah, no, you know. So uh, I go upstairs, look around, come back downstairs, and I said, put on some clothes and put your hair up in a ponytail. And she was like, why? I said, no, come on, you got to. We go upstairs, and the very top is this bar. It's like a fourth-level bar. And there's a four-by-eight picture window. And as you look out that four-by-eight picture window, there just happens to be uh, the, the ruins of Athens on top of the hill maybe 300 yards away and and you're like this is just like and we, and we literally were like we can't believe we're here we can't believe we're here 
all that to say the 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 accommodations were fantastic. The people couldn't be any nicer. We're exploring, and it, you know that sounds stupid, but when you realize your bags have lost, this is the first time I've ever lost any bags. But when you realize your bags are lost, you're like, well, you know, I've got those pants. No, and then that no, and then you realize, well, if you have to replace that, guess what? Well, your I'm favorites. Tra- I'm, not, I'm not traveling, and I feel that way right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, you you come to the stupid realization that you know what? All your favorite stuffs in that bag. You didn't your your unfavorite stuffs back home, right? You uh-huh. know. Yeah, exactly. So we're thinking, okay, where are we going to get clothes? Where are we going to da 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 da? Anyway, hop ahead. It's uh, nine fifteen. We're at, at night. And people are friendly to you, which is kind of surprising to me. As gamey as y'all must. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We after a couple of days, you know, we did find deodorant and we did found toothbrushes. So yeah. we were better. We we're better. Yeah. yeah. But you know, I, I don't think they cared that much. But anyway, uh, and we had already t- we had already toured the runs at ruins of Athos. We were the the temple of Dionysus, and and then, uh, but we well, I'm, I'll get ahead of myself just for a second. We get on the train, we get on the metro, and we're riding out to the far end. Now, it's it, the the guys trying to talk us out of a fifty dollar taxi ride. Just ride the metro. Well, the metro was like two bucks, right? A person, right? Or two euros. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We get down. And we so go past metro, every, obviously we're on the Metro and it's nine 15, it's nine 30. And you've got 80 people on the train, 30 people on the train, five people on the train, two people on the train and the train stops and we're at the airport convenient. Right. And we get off on the top level, go inside. I turn around and look and it's nine 55 and the conductor from the train gets out or the engineer from the train gets out turns around, locks the door, puts his backpack on, and he starts walking home. He's done for the day, too, so we're not riding back with him, okay? Uh, uh, yeah, obviously. We get to the airport. Diane's bag's ready. It's been there early. I pull up my bag. I said, oh, hallelujah. Why is there a gaping hole in my bag? Mm. And the handle doesn't work anymore. They've ripped it up. You have to file a claim, blah, 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 blah. We find a taxi driver at 12, uh, you know, 10, 45 or whatever to bring us back. And he could have been a tour guide. Oh my God, he was great. He was he was as fun as I was, Randy. Now, which is all was your rare. stuff is all of your stuff intact. Yeah, yeah, okay. mostly. You just have yeah, a just... hole in a damaged bag. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, and and no, he's I'm as entertaining have to... as you are. Ah, well, he thinks really he is. Hard to believe. He he thinks he is. He yeah. thinks he is. Yeah. Uh, he tells us that uh, uh, that there are thirty million, thirty million visitors coming to Greece this year record ever yeah 30 million well thank you pandemic he says there are 400 islands and he talks about the time they go to santorini and i said how long ago was this and he said oh it's it's been you know a decade or so and he said my wife said let's go to santorini we want a a a a experience and i said what was the experience he said riding donkeys up the side of a hill for in santorini Little did I know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what was in store for you? Exactly. So we get our bags. We get to Piraeus, which is the uh, the uh, d- disembarking point for NCL. Yeah, you don't have to show off, but keep. No, nah, don't. Nah, yeah. We 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 hop on the boats, and it's it's really it's super gorgeous. And I'm thinking once again, we'll and and for what it's worth, this is uh, a nine day cruise, and we have eight ports in nine days. And, and we're on day what? Day Uno, we're setting sail. Yeah, I'm exhausted already. Yeah, I'm I, ready you to come just back to Hot Springs Village already. Just, just you wait, Henry Higgins. Just you <laughs> wait. 
Okay. So uh, the the very first day is Santorini. No, that's right. We um, haven't even got on the boat yet. We haven't even got I'm on the boat. And I don't know what the deal. And I've got I can share, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna share. I'm not gonna no, share. please don't. It's an audio uh, but podcast. they they have. Um, uh, well, well, they've shipped it around here a little. Anyway, you go to Santorini the first day. Santorini is, in simple words, it's a a, a blown up volcano from about 800 years ago, and the I the entire we're still in Greece. Oh yeah, well yeah, okay. we're going to be in Greece for the first three or four well, days, just know. going to different. I've never I know heard of this place. So. I didn't splainerate it, did idiot. I? I'm an idiot. I'm a try. No, no, no. So we start way down. We we're in Athens. We go way down to the bottom, Santorini, and Santorini is typically known for these whitewashed buildings with blue domes on top of them. And when you get to the top, it's just this unbelievable view. Now I'm getting to the part you're going to be interested in, Randy. There were seven donkeys. Well, we're getting there. Seven, seven ships in port the day we showed up. Okay. We have we have 2,500, and we're the moderate to big size ship. Virgin is right beside us. They've got nearly 4,000 people. If you do a quick tally, there's about 14,000 people trying to scurry up the side of this mountain in one day. Yeah. Yeah, don't aren't, aren't you looking forward to this, right? And you have yeah. to tender in. And... Yeah, well, uh, you better have a helmet and shoulder and elbow pads so you can just <laughs> be elbowing your way to the top or the bottom. We've learned that you don't want to be the seven thirty to nine thirty crowd. That's rush hour. Yeah, we okay. come a little later than that. Makes sense. We got there to the bottom of the sand. We tendered in, which means you put you on a little boat and carry you in. And, yeah. Uh, but we got to Santorini probably about eleven thirty, eleven something like that. And we See, look the over guy still on the boat with a telescope or something, laughing at the <laughs> maniacally at the people that are trying to fight their way up and down this mountain. Like, no, you're the guy, you're the guy wondering why you're what even on this boat. Suck- yeah. It's a pretty view, but yeah, I could be back in the village. There's up there on that mountain. Look at that. Okay. Well, so everything fighting your way. And so by 1130, where are you? We're, we're at the bottom and there's so a gondola. Beginning. Yeah, okay. we're beginning. And there's a gondola. Well, we don't have to be off the Island till nine. Okay. There's a gondola that takes you all the way to the top. And there's okay. like four or five different units that they put together and the expected weight to get up to the top of the Island at 11 or 1130 uh-huh. is about two hours. Okay. Yeah. So over on the do side, these gondolas look like really safe or do they look like oh, no. from the Texas it, it, State Fair? No, no, no. They're really safe. Matter of fact, it looked okay. like something from a ski lodge, you know, they're okay. the big enclosed ones, yeah, yeah, you know, okay. it's not just, not just you're hanging on by your ass. Yeah. Yeah. But on the right-hand side, there's this old walkway that goes up some 600 and something steps. And on the right-hand side, we go over and take a look at it. And I said, honey, you know, the donkeys don't take very long and it's only 10 euros a person. And she, I am not riding a donkey in these silk and these white linen pants. I am not riding a donkey. And she looks over and there's a little or- words. Exactly. There's a little Oriental girl with a dress who gets on top of the donkey and Diane's uh-huh. like, okay, okay. So, come on, donkey. Let's go. Yeah. So, so we start going up to the top of the hill. It makes little S curves. It switches back and, and Diane's Diane's donkey and these donkeys, you don't even have to touch them. They know where they're going. You know, they spat them on the butt and there they go, yeah. you know, and mine goes about one turn and a half stops about halfway up. And it sounds like Niagara falls behind me. <laughs> my, uh, my donkey's taking a pit stop. Well, when my donkey gets done, he doesn't want Diana's donkey getting ahead of me. So we're racing up the hill. Oh. And then yeah. as you go back and forth on these switches, got a there's a donkey with a sense of humor. Imagine I got a, I got a donkey with a dude. You know, he was kind of a ad. anyway. So so I like there's, him already. 
<laughs> There's a stone wall. And all I can think of, you know, Balaam in the Bible, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. All I can think of is Balaam. I'm about to get my leg crushed by the by the yeah, stone right. wall here. He's not happy till he catches up with Diane. Diane's donkey stops about this time. We've gone up about 60 stories. We're about 650 feet higher than what we were earlier. And thank you, donkeys. I mean, seriously. And it's how far uh, to the top? Uh, Probably about another 150 feet. So about another 15 stories of climbing. Okay. And but it's it's sloped and all this, but once again, it's a it's a rim of an extinct volcano. It's the rim of the of the uh, the island, and I'm thinking, okay, well, this Santorini thing, this is just this whole ridge up here, and this is kind of cool. Well, I look back behind there, and guess what? There's a whole island behind here. Uh, we find a tour guide. He says for 200 euros, he'll take us around to the entire island, take us anywhere we want to go. Uh, we go to cathedrals we go and have lunch we go and have uh uh, we go to a winery and visit i mean he takes us to the very very top to another monastery we come down from the monastery maybe a hundred feet down from the very tip top where you can see the airport and i mean it's a unbelievable place and as we're coming down i look over and there's a army u.s army special forces red shield and i'm like that's the army rangers what are they doing here yeah and he goes oh yes the the netto, the netto. Oh, yeah. I'm like, netto? He said, the, they listen, they listen. I'm like, yeah. your tax dollars at work, huh? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So we come they back love down. Our podcast, by the way. Uh, do what? They love our podcast. Oh, yeah. We, we hear we're number one rated <laughs> with NATO. Yeah. Yeah, we're famous. We're famous. Oh, so we get, we we basically go back in, and the, the tour guide could not have been more amazing. So he was absolutely tour lasts how long? Uh, noon to six thirty, six okay, or seven so it's hours all afternoon for 200 bucks. Are you yeah. kidding? Really? I mean, and, and there is another service for those of you that are serious about traveling. There's a service called tours by local tours by, or tours by locals. And basically it's Uber for tour guides. You know, you've got a tour guide that when a cruise ship comes in and remember, we maybe have 14,000 people inundating this little bitty Island. Yeah. Uh, that has Greek churches all over it, and but they are super Greek yeah. Orthodox. I mean, I haven't seen a Catholic one; they're all Greek Orthodox. Uh, did that seem one, risky at all? It, did it seem risky at all? Some guy it, says, "Hey, give me two hundred, and I'll, I'll." Yeah. I'll take you. I mean, are you thinking, well, what could possibly go wrong with this? Well, the way we picked him up is that he was at a tour company. And he was trying to fill up his van to get eight people or whatever. Oh, okay, okay. And he was going to do it like 35 bucks a pop. And there was just the two of us. And I was like, I really don't care to be with six other people. And, okay. I, you know, I got you, got you. So, so he, it was a reputable company. And once again, the so tour by local. this is a guy with a rickshaw out there, you know, and no, it's no, no, walking, no, no. It's walking his at, service. Okay. And, and, and when you, when Rickshaw, you realize no rickshaws in Greece, they're just, <laughs> Well, my donkey was dragging my rickshaw up to the top of the Santorini. Whatever the Grecian equivalent to a rickshaw would be. That's what I meant. (laughs) I tell I love to travel. (laughs) I can tell. And you're so savvy on this, Randy. I mean, you're really, you're all over it. I'm a world traveler. So about this time, my friends are seeing that we've lost our bags and my techie friends are going, Dennis, you've, you've clearly got air tags on those, on those bags, don't you? And I'm like, no. No, air we're tags. not. Yeah. Well, what exactly? What are and, air uh, tags? We and well, you know what they are, right? I know what they are. Yeah. Well, let, let's brief our guest real quick. I'll wrap it up here. But uh, tracking the, devices, tracking devices. But 
it's odd. So, so Samsung has one of these too, mm-hmm. but they don't work like Apple does because of let's not, say because they're not Apple. Well, let's say you're in an airport. Exactly, exactly. But let's say you're in an airport, Randy, and you walk walk by my past my wandering bag. Yeah, that wandering bag hits your your long distance NFC. And it uh, held, finds the Apple network and it sends a message back and it says, Randy's phone just told me that Dennis's bag is in Dallas. Did you know your software, that your data was being used for that? You didn't, did you? Yeah. No, but I don't have air tags, but yeah, no, but you get my that. point. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you get my yeah. point. Well, no, no, no. You don't even have to have well, the air tags. NSA is listening. NATO, they're listening. So I, I guarantee you. I guarantee you. So we, we, we leave Santorini about nine that night. We were some of the very last people getting off. And a lot of the cruise ships already left, but it was, man, it was literally everything you think of. Now, the next day, so we this went is to Mykonos. Day one. This is the end of day one. End okay. of day one. And we go from here from Mykonos. And I'm uh, exhausted Steve Mock, do I? I'm I'm beyond exhausted already. I need a nap. <laughs> I need a nap already. We we okay, were given some. But you we got were thinking your bags. About mm-hmm. Okay. All right. We we got our bags. Everything's all, it's all working. It's all coming together. Okay. Uh, and on the second day, we're going to go to Mykonos. Now, Steve Mock, who works at Arvest Bank here in the village, uh, and who was a bartender in on these cruise ships for 14, 15 years, great, great, great guy. Steve says that Mykonos is the party island. And that okay. it's just so wild it's and crazy. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, it's got <laughs> yeah. So we didn't care if we got off the boat right. or not. But and you got your bag, so that means you got your you got your exactly flaming jacket or whatever. <laughs> so you're ready to party. So it's we're thinking two, to you're ourselves, rested. you're ready. To well, party now. yeah, we're not you're rested. Yeah. So we're thinking, <laughs> we're thinking, we had jackets all right. Because it was 57 degrees and the wind was significant and it was raining and drizzling. Shut up, man. It's 103 here right now as we're recording this and it's not much better where you're at. So Yeah, well, it's toasty warm here now, but we we would have done a lot of things for warmth. And Diane wanted, we we walked through the town and literally the town is built right along the seashore. So the waves, if the waves were big, they would splash up inside the restaurant. And and it was it was everything you would think it was. And there were there were little bitty, it's all whitewashed, and there were little bitty paths that literally Randy, you and I couldn't you we would have to let each other pass. It, yeah. it you, you couldn't have done it. Uh but we got up to the uh windmills at Mykonos. We didn't care about and we had breakfast there, had a little breakfast and um and the the uh um, the tortellinis are fantastic. We loved the food in Greece. We didn't care for it in Spain, but we got up to the top where the windmills were, and Diane said, "Oh, I want to have our pictures taken by the windmills." And Randy, it's a little rise that maybe goes up forty feet, fifty feet, you know, yeah. from the rest of the island. And uh, that was the uh, the zenith of all fifty five mile an hour drizzling, raining, winding, howling area. Oh, okay, so you get to stand uh, out in that to try to get your picture taken. We got our picture taken, and I'm like, okay, we're, we're getting back on the boat. It was clearly going to be a bad hair day for you that day. Then. <laughs> <laughs> every day, every day's a bad. Every hair day's day a bad me. one for me. Every day. Uh, we went from there from court to Corfu, Greece. So, did you get uh, your picture taken with this howling wind and rain? Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can see when you see the the okay, windmills good. in the back. We're trying not to grimace. Okay. Because well, I mean, it was we'll very. We'll post some of those on the uh, yeah. website. HSVinsideout.com. HSVinsideout.com. Yeah, uh, went on to Corfu, which was really beautiful. A lot of downtown cities. Uh, Corfu was a uh, old port, 
and you walk into port and fort and you walk into the fort and behind it, there are uh, uh, incredible. And I mean, incredible uh, temples and it's all built on a, on a point. It, anyway, now, I'll this, have to get some Is this a location pictures. a day or is this multiple locations in a day? No, this is one location a day. We went from, okay. from uh, Mykonos to Corfu. And, and that was kind of what was exhausting is that we just went from place to place to now every place we got off, it was like an elevator. You know, you throw back the curtain and go, holy cow, you know, right. Right. but it got a little exhausting after a while. Okay. Um, we then went from Corfu, which I thought was really, really beautiful, uh, to Dubrovnik, Croatia. Never been to Croatia in my life, and it was just as beautiful. But some of the places that really kind of set out for us, that really kind of kind of put us on 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 the map a little more, uh, was Kotor, Montenegro, and you know we're used to being in Greece. Right. Yeah. It's there. It's arid. There's mountains everywhere. It's yada, da, 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 da. Uh, we wake up, you know, throw back the curtain. Uh, and sure enough, we're in Kortu, uh, Kotor. And this is Montenegro. Day? Uh, this day is what? day five, I think. Okay. Yeah. I think All that's right. where I'm, it a, I'm a G I'm a geography idiot. So where is no, this? no, that's okay. Uh, but this is day five and Montenegro. Uh, and I'll tell you what, well, we threw back the curtains. And we're looks like we're in a fjord in Iceland because we're in this, you know, big bathtub. I mean, it's an enormous bay, but it's, it's all, it's on one side, there's a mountain that goes all to the top on the other side, mountain all to the top. I mean, it's, it's in three sides. It's a huge mountain, uh, mountain range and Monta mountains, Negros black. So as you look up to the top of the mountains, there's dark clouds around the top of the mountains where it rains most times. And I'm talking, we're obviously sea level, but these mountains go six to eight, 10,000 feet up. And, and if, if anybody really is a fan and I'm not, so it didn't mean much to me, but Qatar Montenegro is where uh, uh, a lot of uh, game of Thrones, a lot of that was planned. A lot of that was filmed there. Okay. Uh, they have a lot of great castles in the old city center that looks down on the water. It's, unbelievable unbelievable uh we got a climate uh, like there oh it was a lot nicer it was it was uh, 75 to 80 uh it was a a beautiful day it was cloudy but it was still a really nice day uh and and you know randy we're talking about a ship that has 35 3600 people on it uh, with crew and everything and we went through a um we went through a passage that probably didn't have 150 feet on each side is how we got into this. I, I wondered when, when we got into this fjord, I thought, how are they going to turn this big boat around? I, I just didn't understand. Uh, but it, it was impressive. It was very impressive. But we had a, uh, we had a, uh, in, a engineer who gave us a tour, a second engineer, and he was going to the Maritime College. They had a college for maritime services. Uh, and Because well, they, they got to train people to get in and out of there. Exactly. In and out of there and run the ships. And well, he actually, he, he did work on cruise ships and, and this is cool. So he's going to school for four years. Mm-hmm. Well, he works on one of the cruise ships as a second engineer for a year and they take a year off his college requirements. Hmm. I thought, yeah, I mean, talk about hands-on experience. Deal. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, it was a great idea. Uh, and he's a super nice guy. He takes us over to an Island inside a fjord that is, uh, it's got a, a church on the island right beside it. There's another monastery. There's a monastery 500 yards away, and we take a boat out and ride around. 
it's incredible. We'll, we'll put some of those pictures up too, uh, but just ph- phenomenal. And, and I'm telling him, you know, I, he, we were talking about cars and he said, Oh, I love Mercedes. I said, yeah, I've got a, I got a really nice Mercedes. I said, you know, it'll pass everything on the road except a mechanic. <laughs> and uh, he thought that was funny. Yeah. And then he told me that he loves uh, Alfa Romeos, which, you know, Italian cars, mm-hmm. four, 400 miles across the bay, that kind of thing. It's not, you know, far away to them. And uh, <laughs> he said, he said, yes, he said, I love the, the Alfa Romeo. He said, they come with a piece of cardboard you can put under them so that they do not drip the oil upon your concrete. <laughs> exactly. And I said, I said, that's great. And he said, yes. He said, you know what it means when you put the cardboard under and there is no drips? I said, did it quit leaking? He said, no, that you're out of oil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had a boss that used to drive those. So, yeah. Did he? I've, and he yeah. his leaked like a sieve, too? Yeah, I've heard, I've heard most of the Alfa Romeo <laughs> jokes. <laughs> It's not because I'm a world traveler. It's just because no, but because you you've heard the jokes, yeah. yeah. So why why did you like this place better than any of the others, at least up to this point? Montenegro, we actually drove past where um, uh, Brad Pitt and Angelina used to vacation at. Okay, so uh, we the, drove past. I mean, it up. had had a lot of really popular people. It was one of those places that you okay. Are you familiar? And this is for our traveling tips. Are you familiar with the the Big Mac Index? Have you ever heard that term? No. Okay. I have no so clue the big what that is. Oh, you you'll want to look it up. The Big Mac Index will tell you how much a Big Mac is in every country in the world, all 225 countries. Okay. So if you and and because you know I can say well a dollar is a dollar here, but a dollar is yeah, a yeah. euro ten and whatever. Right. It gives you how a frame you, of reference. Exactly. How right. do you really know what something's going to cost? Yeah. Uh, in Montenegro, uh, we had a little tour with the guy. I think it was 120 20 euros. Uh, he had us for two and a half hours, three hours, something like that. And and he, you know, when you get these people and they say, you know, are you in a hurry to get back to the boat? And we're like, no, well, let's go this way. You know, right? You're not, the bus isn't going to go that way and you're not going to, you yeah, know. Right. So that, that's kind of more what we were looking for. And anyway, <clears throat> we get back to the old style town and there's this old town city wall fort built. And down inside there, there are some restaurants. We had uh, sea bass. Uh, prawns, octopus, squid, uh, two drinks, four drinks, because we each had a couple of drinks each, and it came to $26. So the Big and, Mac Index for this country is? Uh, the Mac Index, for, for what it's worth in, in America, the Mac Index is about five sixteen, about $5.16 for a Mac with, you know, okay. the, the combo order, uh, at average, of course. And I think it was three thirty seven for Montenegro. Okay. But, but Montenegro, you know, when we were in Greece and maybe I back up when we were in Spain, we had two I, drinks a piece. So I can already tell that's one reason that you, yeah, we liked it more then. Yeah. <clears throat> well, now I got to tell you, the thing I didn't like about Montenegro is, is that they didn't quite have the Euro and they didn't quite have the Deutschmark and they didn't have their own Montenegro has 600,000 people. I mean, it's the size of Little Rock and, and North Little Rock kind of yeah. thing. You know, it's a metro. It, it's not very big at all. Uh, and he told about how at least a third of the people don't even live there. Uh, because if you live there less than half the year, you don't have to pay any taxes. So you there's companies that will shuttle you back and forth just right before the tax break, you know, June yeah. the 30th or whatever. Right, right. Uh, but I just always found it fascinating the way, you know, everybody 
grapples. Everybody gets by, makes it by or works by somehow. And they were absolutely fascinating people. Uh, But when we went back and had a meal there, I remember Diane and I had the sea bass like that in Tulsa five years ago. The sea bass alone was $35. Yeah. And so we had this entire meal for, for 27. Now, well, Tulsa has got a higher big Mac index. It does. It does <laughs> a lot. Yeah. But we, we, when we were in Spain, I went and got like 700 euros, $700 ish to, you know, to have cat mm-hmm. bills, right? Nobody wanted bills in Spain, Portugal. Nobody want you tap your card on everything. Okay. You go to Greece, euros. Well, I can, I tap my card euros. Okay. 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 So now we're outside of Greece and we're Montenegro and we're like, okay, what do they use here? Well, they'll use euros, but I needed another 150 euros or something like this. I was, I I could pay the guy, but I didn't have enough of what I was comfortable with. So I went to a little bank. This card is not accepted in your network. Okay. So apparently our vest is not in Montenegro, right? I walk next door to another bank. I swipe the card. I put in the number. I said, look, just give me a hundred euros. Okay. So I don't know if you know, Randy, that the exchange rate between euros and 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 dollars is about eight to seven percent off. So like okay. a dollar eight is a is a euro. Okay. Right. Yeah. And so I look down as soon as I'm about to hit the OK button, and it says transfer change commission twenty three percent plus the eight percent. Diane said, "How come you didn't get more euros?" And I'm like, "I'll explain later." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not exactly what we need to do right now. Yeah, not I'd be today, looking bro. for that cancel button. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't, yeah. I had a taxi waiting outside if you know what I mean, but uh, a remarkable place, a remarkable place. And um, well, let me think how I can phrase this. Um, there were indigent people about everywhere you went. And, and I don't mean that like yeah. everybody was a beggar or whatever, but you right. would run into people. And we were in Montenegro. And I literally didn't have any coins. I'd spent what little euro coins. They have a one euro coin. And I had spent all those. I, I just had some dollars. Uh, and we we were getting on the ship. And, and I've got these two big liter, I mean, liter and a half bottles of water. And we were going up and this little lady who was obviously homeless and, and toothless and 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 just very weathered. And she just bumped at me and she said, can, can, can I have, can I have? And I was like, I, I don't have any coins. And Diane said, she doesn't want your coins. She wants your water. She wants your water. Yeah. And I was like, of, of course, of course, you can you can have a water. Uh, it's, you know, the Big Mac index cuts both ways, as you can imagine. Yeah. So it's, it a, it's a pretty fascinating place. We, we actually, one of the more interesting times was going out of there, uh, watching the ship get out of there and back out into the open sea. Uh, yeah, I as think, narrow as that opening is. Yeah. Then we were in Zadar which was Croatia, uh, which was once, once again, an old, these are old Roman towns. And what I didn't understand is, is that, um, <clears throat> you know, Italy is not 200 years old. Italy is about 150 years old. And we take for granted that Italy is, is monolithic, not even remotely monolithic. Uh, the Venice area, which we were thought we were going to, that would be our last stop. But Venice, the Venetians had come 500 miles down and they ran Qatar, uh, Zadar, Qatar. They ran Montenegro. Uh, a lot they of their make buildings. Great blinds, by the way. Yeah, they do make me right. <laughs> 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 you 
but but all that said, we're we're, we're island hopping. Says from... He's been hanging around Dennis way too long. <laughs> too long, too long. So we we get off in one place, and I'm trying to remember. Kudar, Kofar, Kofar, um, and this is we're back in Greece again. Okay, and uh, we meet Harris. Now we didn't know we were going to meet Harris, and I'll tell you more about him in just a second. But uh, we go to, we tender in, we get to the end of the little runway, we walk down and they've got a little train that'll, you know, a little locomotion looking like a kid train type thing that they'll give you a tour of the city and whatever. Well, we find a little hotel that's like five stories that's got a, uh, a bar at the top of it. And we're like, well, let's have a beer and just watch the boats come and go for a minute. And we turn around and there's a sign up on the side of this, tr- this wall that says, is that where panoramic the video? Did yeah. You do a video? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, and, and it, it said, "Well, we're, we're beginning to do the video, but we don't we don't even know what we're looking for." And we go down, we ride the little bus, and there's a guy there, a little buff little guy, a little little Greek guy, and he's probably twenty, twenty two, or whatever. And uh, I said, uh, "I said, you know, and travel tip number forty four: find young people. They know English, right?" Mm-hmm. And so I'm talking to to this guy who calls himself Harris, and uh, he says. <clears throat> He said, you're from America. I said, yeah. He said, where? And I said, okay. Uh, So Arkansas, between Texas and Tennessee, he said, Texas. I go Texas. Yeah. And I said, why are you going to? He said, Army, Army. I said, so NATO training? Yes, yes. I said, so you're going to Fort Hood Uh, somewhere. Yeah. (laughs) I go to Texas. You know, I go to Texas. So we've actually got him set up for some rooms when he comes in next month. And, and, uh, I mean, he's eager to meet the guy, but he w- he came up. He said, uh, I- "I'm glad to be with America." I said, "Well, really?" He said, "Yes, great country." I said, "Yeah, I think so." He said, "You got a great country here." He said, "No, greatest country." Hmm. Hmm. Have other people tell you that? Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, so we're working with Harris, and we said, "Okay, that there's a castle at the top of the mountain. How do we get up there?" Oh, I get your taxi. We take you up there. Da, 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 da. And by the way, Harris is following me on Instagram and we travel back and forth. So you see Harris, Harris underscore amp. That's our buddy. And I, he, this last weekend, Randy, he posted a little picture. He had his Greek uh, ballot where he was voting for the first time and he was so proud. Yeah. And I'm like, go buddy, go man, yeah. go buddy. Um, but we, we rode up a little taxi up to the top and he said, I stop here. I go no further. The road, I cannot go. So we we walked up to the top and it was about three fifteen and there's a beautiful castle at the top, and we get up there and and uh, Broomhilda meets us at the top and goes we close we close yeah I said it says you close at four we close early today you come back tomorrow <laughs> nine o'clock I said I'm gonna be on that boat leaving at nine o'clock we close we close we close so Miss Hospitality left. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, the the bus driver, the bus, the uh, the taxi driver had told us there's a shortcut. Just walk downtown. We walk over to the edge, and this is where we shot the video, Randy. That's just you know uh-huh. thousand foot panoramic over the rest of the entire island, and we're watching these ferries go back and forth. And I'm like, I think I think, and I'm getting to my point, believe it or not, but I think what we really wanted to do is what we're about to do, and that is come home. We don't need we don't need no stinking tour guide no more. We can find ourselves, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's, it's getting dangerous, right, Randy? Yeah, it's getting real dangerous. <laughs> we leave. We we and and I tell you what, I want this is another story that I want to just reflect on. 
Um, we're at the top of this mountain. Absolutely beautiful area. Just drop dead gorgeous. There's a, you know, a, a Greek bar and, and grill and it's got the white cloths hanging down. And I mean, it's, it's everything you could imagine. And uh, we meet people from Germany and, and uh, we go over maybe, I don't know, hundred yards from where we were. And there's this beautiful Greek Orthodox hill uh, church up on top of the hill. Now it's a Saturday afternoon. I know that they're getting ready to have, you know, annunciation. And uh, there's these little Hispanic kids that are running around inside the church. And there's some Hispanic mothers there and they're letting them kind of run around. And there's an older Greek couple, little, little very diminutive people. And, and they are sweating bullets. They're, they're just watching and they're so stressed. They're so stressed. And I know to these little Hispanic kids, I'm assuming they probably think this is like a Catholic church, you know, and you want to have reverence, but they're kids, right? Yeah, right. And, and they walk out the door and Diane and I just wanted to sit. And if you've ever been in a Greek Orthodox church, there's not 500 seats. There's seats around the outside. And then there's, you're just standing room in the middle and it, unbelievable, just literally gold covered everything. And, and it's awesome. And I, I, I had a, a, a coin with a couple of euros and I, I offered to the little guy after the kids had left, I said, can I make a donation? And he just lit up and he went over and he got us two little candles and he, he gave us those candles and showed us how to set them up. And we sat and said a little prayer and people just want you to respect, respect their place. You know, sure. yeah. they were just concerned that, that these kids would do damage unintentionally or whatever. Right. But when you show reverence for the place where they show reverence, yeah, there's a natural click. Sure. So we turn and start walking down the hill. We walk not 400 yards down the hill and it's absolutely gorgeous. And, but we're on the back streets. This are not super fancy places. Now there's one or two that are super fancy. And there is a kitten that is literally not eight inches long doing the and Diane's like, you know, we really need to take it with us. I'm like, do you hear the words you're saying, honey? See that boat yeah. out there? Yeah. yeah. Scraps yeah. would love that. Oh, he yeah, hit highlight of his day. <laughs> highlight of his day. So <clears throat> oh, we man. feed the, somebody's already put some food out. We kind of distract the kitten and we run down the hill, you know, uh -huh. we go around the hill, around the corner. There's another gorgeous Greek, Greek, Greek church. Uh, on Santorini alone, which Santorini was 20 by 12 or something on 20 miles by 12 miles or yeah. something like that. They had 400 churches on that. Yeah. Nice. Oh, I mean, we, we, we would walk out of one church into another church, out of one church into another church. And I was like, do they just not get along with each other? Yeah. How do they, what, yeah. what is the deal? Bunch of uh, yeah. I wondered, or, or well, you know, we'll tell you when we get to Bologna, everybody built a tower so that they could boast that they had the tallest tower. It was a sign of wealth or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, we get back down to the bottom of of, uh, of the hill and and uh, get back on the ship and just a wonderful, magical time. We went from there to Zadar, which was our seventh stop. Uh, and then we thought, and, and once again, we, I, there was a foreshadowing. We get back on the boat and it's day seven or eight. And there's a note on our door that says we're not going to Venice because the port's closed. And I'm like, but what it what what how what how that you know going to venice was one of the big deals and then we now, find out it's going to be the last stop yeah well okay. venice and raviana and raviana is okay. uh, an industrial port where they were just going to put us out you okay. know yeah but we were going to go to venice they were going to tender us in we go close to the lagoon now for background information uh may the 20th they invoked the moses gates 
uh, the fine folks of Venice put up about a billion dollars to build a floodgate around the entire city, and they had never used it before. But if you'll remember, they had incredible rains about three or four weeks ago, about a month ago, and they were raising the Moses gates. And I thought that was the association with it, but no, no, no. So uh, we're in uh, Zagar, and we get this notice that we're not getting off in Venice. And I'm thinking, I still want to go to Venice. And I, I'm getting a little um, but we not don't anxious. Know why. We don't know why at this point. They said that the uh, the officials had closed the port, and I did a real quick study on it and found out that two years ago they passed a law to not let large cruise ships into the lagoon, but you could tender back and forth, and that the law was just being imposed May the 15th. So I'm thinking, okay, well, you North, North Region Cruise Lines guys, you know when we got on the boat, we're not going to Venice. You tell me 18 hours before we get there, but the port's been closed for 15 days. Yeah, and before and I, a tender holds how many people? Uh, the tender, based on the tenders, I've seen tenders hold as many as 40 or 50 people, and we got 2,400 passengers. Yeah, well, that ain't going to work. It's a lot of it's about to not I work. I think it was just a Simpson boycott. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, you and your, you and your podcast, you probably yeah, scared them off, Randy. That's want, probably what it was. Wait, wait, Dennis is on that boat. Uh, <laughs> close the port. Simpsons over there? No, <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, I don't think so. so I know you had a workaround. Well, we tried. Uh, I I made my very best get, effort to. Uh, I went downstairs and said, "Okay, how how are we going to do this?" And uh, excuse me, I made a mistake here. I said, "How are we going to do this?" And the lady said, "Well, see that little window over there between six and seven. You can come down here and sign up for the buses." And I'm like, "The buses from Raviana? Yeah, yeah, yeah." Raviana to Venice, three hours one way on a bus. Yeah, really? no thanks. And 2,500 people are going to sign up at that one window over there in between six and seven? Really? How many buses have you got coming? Right. You know, they're, they're just they're just <laughs> blank-faced. I'm like, oh, of course boy. they are. So I, t- I turned, I said, I said, okay, we need to get on the boat. We want to get off the boat here. We're going to ride to Zagreb, which used to be Yugoslavia, but Zagreb, Croatia. And we're going to take Eurorail back around to Venice, and we'll end up in Venice. We'll see you guys later. We're good. Been a nice ride. Thanks. No, you can't get off. Excuse me? No, you, you can't get off. We don't have anybody to process you if you get off. I said, you got people that in, inadvertently or intentionally get off this boat every day. Yeah, but you we don't you don't have any plans or travel plans, or we, you, you don't have your – we can't prove your passport. and we We just can't let you get off the boat. And my mouth is just hanging open. I'm yeah. like, well, okay. you don't understand. I'm accidentally not going to be back on the boat tonight. Exactly. And she and said, well, you, I'm going to be in Venice in a, in a day. Accidentally. You, I got yeah. left. Sorry. Sorry. Right. Well, and then that was when they said, well, if you try to get off with your bags, they're going to stop you. Charming. Yeah. Charming. Well, I've been, I've lived, listen, I live two days without my bags. You can keep <laughs> my bags. I'll see you in a day. I tell you what, you give it back to Swiss air and see if they can get it back to little rock for me. Would you? Right. Yeah. That's not so, a big challenge. So then we go back you to the room. Understand. I've lived without bags before. Yeah. This is no oh, big deal. Man. Yeah. So we go back to the room and Diana decides to come down with norovirus. So yeah, she is good. sick as a dog and it's not the weight loss program I recommend for yeah, anybody. No, that's that's convenient. So we ride back over to Raviana. We pull up in this huge industrial port, and we just chill for a day. We just let it go. Yeah. And then the next morning after that, we get up and get on a uh, shuttle that takes us on, on another bus. That Everybody disembarked. 
And we went to the Bologna uh, uh, rail line, the Bologna Metro, us and 3,000 of our closest friends. Yeah. And they, uh, so we're going to ride. Sandwiches? Yeah, well, no, not like Delta. Hello. <laughs> and by the way, shout outs to Delta. We'll talk about them in a second. They were awesome. Well, I meant Bologna sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Bologna, yeah. Right over here. Really did. Really did. Went right. I should have been standing up. Keep been going. Standing I'm going to be here all week, folks. You'll, be, you'll, you'll tip your waitresses, right? Yeah, exactly. So uh, we, we ride for $8. We ride about 50 miles from uh, Raviano on the coast to Bologna. Okay. And we get out, and I, I don't know that much about Bologna, and Diane has got us. She always books the greatest hotel. She booked us the Social Hub, and I encourage you to look that up. The Social Hub used to be called the Student Hotel. Well, that and now it's like called that's the, got your name all over it, too. Yeah, exactly. The Student Hotel. The Social yeah. Hub. Well, we, we're walking into this building, and after we finally got out of the rail system, we were walking into this building and it's, you know, two stories high and it's a modern slick looking building. And over here, they're having meetings and over here, kids are working on their homework. And I mean, kids over here, kids are working on their homework over here. Kids are working on their homework. There's a big pool in the middle. And I, I finally just turned to the lady and I said, are we the oldest ones here? She said, Oh no, 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 they are. And she pointed to some other gray headed people, you yeah. know, uh, but it was, it was designed and I think they started in Frankfurt, but it was kind of like a hostel, but it's really, it's, it was like 80 bucks a night and fantastic. Uh, and we walked from there to the city center, which had all these arches. Uh, and there were the Bologna towers where one was kind of leaning this way and one was really tall this way. And darn Randy, I just, I felt terrible, but all 26 floors of that thing was closed at five forty-five on a Saturday afternoon. We didn't get yeah. to walk up it. Isn't that really? awful? Yeah. It's a crisis. It's crisis. It's yeah, crisis. And no donkeys that could carry you up either. No, exactly. Exactly. Where's the donkeys when you need them, right? Yeah. Well, we had a fabulous time and I'll, I'll put some pictures up. I'll send you some picture from Bologna, but uh, everything you think of, I mean, uh, the old town center center, they had people singing in the streets. They had music. So now was Diana sick? Was she, she, so she was sick the whole way coming home. So let me tell you about norovirus. Last time I had norovirus, and norovirus is the scourge of the cruise lines. Uh, and like as, kennel cough uh, when you book a dog or something. Exactly, okay. exactly. And and when I was talking to Steve Mock about it, Steve made the simplest observation. He said when he was on the cruise ships that literally every week they had a briefing about norovirus, and the answer. And I tell you the best travel tip I've got: don't sanitize your hands, wash your hands. Don't sanitize your hands, wash your hands. Uh -huh. And last year when I got it, I told the the our doc when we got back, I told him what I'd done. He, he said, you literally can take one bite of food that has just a few spores in it. And 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 not, you, you and Diane can eat the same food. And she you literally get a different spoonful than she does. And you've got it. And I had it for two and a half, three days. Uh, and then for the next week and a half, every time I ate, I was queasy. It was just, it was pretty horrible. And Diane was pretty much sideswiped by it. She had it for one night and then she, and then she was just queasy and, you know, you get motion sick, easy, you get nauseated, easy. You can't eat a whole lot. You well, know, I was but, pretty excited about taking a nine day cruise somewhere until we got to the end of the story, but no, I well, yeah, you, uh, this is the last thing that talked I'm you out of it, right? Went, I'm glad you went and I'm happy to hear about it and see the pictures, but I'm glad you went and I didn't uh, have you, to go. You sure? You sure? You could have <laughs> no, come, Randy. You could have no, come. No, 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 no. Listen, I don't, 
Well, I got no. I got the last piece of the story that uh, shows how just absolutely out of it I am. Let's hear it. So this weekend, well, we are when knew we went. That, by the way, huh? we already What's knew that? that you were. Out yeah, there. yeah, 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 yeah. So last year we were in Spain and they had the Catalonian Grand Prix, which I'm a huge Formula One fan. Yep. And uh, but there were about three hundred and thirty thousand people I didn't want to be with last year. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of dodged that. And ironically, our cruise ship went to Portofino, uh, 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 Portugal, which was where they had the next one. So we, you know, we're dodging these big crowds, if you know what I mean. So we're in Bologna. We get on the, (laughs) we're at the Bologna airport and there's a spot no wider than this, than this room, you know, 12 to 16, something like that. And everybody's waiting. There's 360 people waiting to get on a plane in a, in a, in a little terminal about this size, this, this one room is the gate. And then the gate opens and you walk down this ramp and you walk down this ramp and you walk down this ramp and you get out on the tarmac and you walk over to that, 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 uh, uh, uh plane. And then you get on because yeah. the plane does not come up to the terminal. You get right. to walk out to it yeah. even in the pouring rain. Yeah. Like the old school. Exactly. And there's probably 15, 20 guys and Diane and I are seated in front of each other, not beside each other, which I I hate. So there's these guys that have black jackets with little yellow badges on them. (laughs) We're going to die. Put your your knees in your back and all that. Exactly. Are you awake yet? Are you awake? Right. Uh, So I'm going to try and, and shuffle with somebody if I can, you know, to sit beside her. And, uh, we get on the plane and these 15, 18, maybe 20 guys with these black jackets and the little yellow badges are there. And I'm like, hmm, that's a good looking jacket. I'd, I'd take one of those, you know, Now remember formula one fan, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, we get on the plane and I, I'd ask the guy, I said, you don't mind if I sit here? He said, I, I no, I can't. And he was a big guy. I mean, big burly guy, you know, Probably like a, I don't know, pit crew guy, you know, that would haul, <laughs> yeah, haul tires exactly. around and put them on a yeah, cars. Yeah. Hello, Simpson. Yeah, Hello. Tire changer kind of. A yeah, guy. exactly. In the pit crew. And so I'd, I'd have a window seat. I sit down and, and this little bitty diminutive guy comes up. He's nice as he'd be. And I said, he said, he looked at his ticket. And he looked at me and I said, I was trying to sit with my wife. Could, you know, can we? Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. We swap. We swap. Super nice guys. We fly two hours from Bologna back to Paris. We land in Paris and Diane turns and goes, do you think those guys are with Ferrari and they're on a pit crew or something? And I'm like, well, where would they be going? Mantra. Oh, they're flying to Mantra. I'm well, sitting around. Did you recognize a little Ferrari emblem on their? I saw the Ferrari emblem, but I mean, Ferrari employs like 1,500 people in Mont- in, in Montenegro or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I didn't think anything about it. And I, I tap on the guys ahead of me and I said, are y'all going to Montreal? He said, oh, yes, yes, yes. It was the Canadian Grand Prix. He said, yeah, we we go there. We go there. I said, I thought you guys would fly first class or, you know, on the private jet or whatever. Yeah, you would think. And Randy, Randy, the answer could not have been any better. He said, well, we do when we are winning. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that winning. So apparently when you're losing, you're stuck with the Simpsons on the back of your plane, right? Stealing your seats. (laughs) Man, well, you weren't glad to get home or anything, were you? Um, we landed in Little Rock. We got a uh, we had a shuffle to get our bags, make sure our bags came up. We uh, now you rode, were on how long? So this we is were gone day... about fourteen about fourteen days. Okay, yeah. And we uh, went back to the Little Rock airport where we were doing long term parking. 
and we got a uh, our little Lexus SUV and started driving home and, you know, about an hour from the village to the airport. Mm-hmm. And Diane kept saying, are you okay? Are you okay? Now, Randy, we had been up 26 hours straight. Right. And I said, I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm awake. I'm doing good. I hadn't had coffee or whatever, but I, you know, I'm awake. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm miserable from not sleeping, but I'm, I'm good. And about the last, I came through the gates and probably about the last five to eight miles, I'm like, oh boy, oh boy, you know, slap yourself to keep awake. You know, yeah. the horse could see the barn. All I could think what is, I got to get inside. I got to, and you know, it probably took three days to get back on track right. time-wise going there was a lot harder than coming back coming back you can kind of adjust but boy going there you know you're at a different place all i say i'm i missed one huge detail i wanted to tell you and this to answer That's this fair. up we we pulled it we walked into the bologna uh where they make the sandwiches we walked into bologna uh rail euro rail and i'd always heard things about euro rail they were super nice but as soon as we walked on, now this is Bologna. So we're, imagine we're in the northeast upper four corner. Imagine we're at uh, two o'clock. Maybe you know, we're, we're two and a half hours, three hours from the border. You know, we're from not far from the Swiss Alps. And we walk in, there's a big banner sign that says Naples, 69 euros, Rome, 99 euros. And I'm like, what? We, we could ride the train from mm-hmm. here to really yeah yeah you cruise like ship people it's like interstate travel for us it, it really is now now this was one of the busiest days of the year and it was unbelievably crowded and we had to fight for seats and all that and it, yeah, yeah. not not what i'm interested in doing again that said we met some wonderful people from arizona learned a lot from them but um i realized after that number one we want to travel before memorial day because memorial day kind of around europe and england yeah. and america is always the kind of the beginning of the summer and uh, that I don't know that we're going to be doing a cruise next year. I probably think we'll probably land in uh, eastern um, or excuse me, western Italy, and we'll just take your rail or, or buses or whatever. Because one of the things I was telling you about like with Zagreb and the whole deal, I was ready to kind of master uh, uh, public transit because I thought that would be one of the last pie, pieces of the pie. Mm-hmm. And it was a little easier. It was easier. It was a lot easier than I thought it was, you know. So yeah, that, see, that's I kind would, of, I would, I would crave to be in, in a place longer to yeah, just get a sense, just, just get a sense of the place, but that's, yeah, me. no, that's, that's exactly. And that's kind of where we ended up, you know, last year I told you, we went to Sitges outside of Barcelona and we spent like four or five days there uh, unbeknownst to us, COVID positive test and all that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we really enjoyed just being there a few days. So I think that's probably what we're going to do this next time. Um, now, when Speaking, does the planning, when does the annual planning begin as soon as you get back or before you even take uh, the first trip? How far out do you guys plan? We get serious about it and we have to use this. Uh, and I used, said this with Jerry Wilson, the, the Carnegie guy. Uh, you know, sometimes you have to have goals that you throw out in front of you as an anchor and you pull yourself toward them. Yep. Um, come February and March when it is just crazy, crazy for Diane in tax season mm-hmm. and she's working six and seven days a week. And yep. his wife is a CPA for those of you that may not know. Yeah. And, and, and a great CPA too, 501-321-1040. But for those, um, sometimes you need a goal to throw out in front of you, you know, yeah. and I've, I've literally seen relaxation and a little anticipation and a little excitement 
mm-hmm. because if it's if it's cold, dreary, and wet in February and March, like it can be here, and all you can see is you know no, dead leaves and and kind of cold and dreary outside, and it looks like you're going to work yourself to death again. Having a goal back in the in spring, that's yeah. So that's kind of when we booked it. We were probably we probably booked it late January this year. Uh, probably maybe early February, but we do it over a few days because we're like, okay, if we're going to do this and number one, number one, number 55, don't put a gun to your head that everything has to be booked when you do it at one time. You book your airline tickets. I promise you there will be a hotel nearby. That's nice. Yeah, You'll find one. It's okay. Uh, because you can call, you can give yourself a whole lot of heartburn about that. I mean, I, I kept telling you that Diane finds these great hotels. Mm-hmm. Well, great hotels are not expensive and, and you don't have, especially when you put in the big Mac so index what's our trick for finding a great hotel. You actually, uh, she will sit on this very couch and she'll browse through, um, a trip advisor mm-hmm. and booking.com. Okay. And then we'll, I'll, we'll go, you know, we have big screens here in the, yep. the house techies. Right. And so we'll pull up the map and go, okay, what's the street view of this place? Is there a lot of graffiti on the building? Does it look like there's trash on the street? Is yeah. it, you know, right. to, to literally kind of walk down a street you've never walked down before. And you're, you're going to fly 8,000 miles to get on a street. You, you know, yeah. maybe you want yeah, the you right one. Do the digital recon of the whole thing. Sure. Exactly. And, and there's, a, there's a very, very, very sweet spot that is close to an amenity, but not overpriced that has great ratings Right. There's just a threshold of a lot of that. And, and those work, those work great. Now, how far over or under budget do you typically run? I don't mean in dollars, but no, I I know, I know. Give me some sense of it. We're pretty much straight on budget. We're, we're very disciplined. It's not, that's not a problem. Uh, We've got some dollars set aside and we know what we want to do, but, but uh, the fine folks at NCL used to ding you for a, um, they used to hit you for a, uh, 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 like a tip fee, you know, okay. like, a, like we're going to collect a tip and give it to all the people. Well, they don't, they don't hit you for a tip fee anymore. It's $20 per person per night. So, so our rate looked, in. yeah, exactly. So our rate looked pretty good till you added $40 a night to it and it wasn't bad, but you know, nine nights, $40. Yeah. Adds you know, up. It, it adds up pretty quick to ancillary things. So the location, so like the next trip where you want to go, do you guys, do you guys come to a really quick decision on, okay, the next trip, we absolutely want to go here or do you throw different ideas out or what does that look like? It's funny. We actually, uh, we watch travel shows a lot and we have discussions about what we would want to do, um, months in advance. Do you want to go to Australia? You know, that's that's like 20 hours of flying, and a friend of mine said it looks a lot like Heber Springs. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. You know. So and, we'll just drive over there. <laughs> we'll just drive. We'll go to Heber Springs and go, okay, you you, you throw a shrimp on the barbie, and I'll speak yeah. Australian to you, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so, no, See, we, these we are do, conversations we, Rhonda and I just don't have. <laughs> we, we never have these conversations. Well, well I'll tell you what. Let, let me give you, because I know some of the questions that come up. Um, the cruise ship, the cruise, the airline, all that, both of us together, two weeks, uh, would have been around 5,500 to 6,500 total. Mm -hmm. So about two and a half a piece, something like that. 
we got some fantastic bargains. Would we have done what we did had we not had these bargains? I don't Probably know. Not. We would have been on our own for the airfare and, you know, I don't know. No, you wouldn't We'd have. have. To, yeah, we, we might have, have scaled back or whatever. You buy electronics off of eBay. There's no way. There's no way. You're, there's no way. You're paying full price for all that. that Don't be happening. telling everybody all the secrets, Randy. God, no, what are you doing, man? No, that ain't happening. That ain't happening. That's awesome, though. Yeah, See, I didn't know we, that. We, I didn't know that you got the. I didn't know that you got these little certificates and coupons and stuff. Well, I, and and we had gotten. I should one. have known. I should have figured that out, but I didn't. Because you knew how cheap I was. You knew, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Probably about seven years ago, we got a a, a coupon just like this from Oakland, uh, and it was for any place you want wanted to go that left these ports and it was carnival and diana had never left the country before we had never traveled together before very far certainly out of the country so we went and got our passports we were all excited about that and we left out of galveston went to some places in mexico and we went it was like a five-day cruise when they give you these certs you know they'll say here's a you know you can have a three-day or a five-day or a seven-day or a nine-day or whatever well it's free no matter what, whether you yeah, we'll use never nine take days. A, or... Don't ever take a three-day cruise. You'll exactly. End up like exactly. You'll end up on Gilligan's Island. Yeah. Not a three-day cruise. <laughs> it's got to be more than three days. Got to be more. Or, or, and it, never get on a boat that says SS Minnow, too. Yeah, I meant no, to tell you that. No, that not no. a good idea. Not okay, a good so idea. Keep going. Sorry. No, no, no. That, that's, I, I'm pretty much to the end of, of the travel <laughs> tips. Uh, we did on the website or the website on the uh, on Facebook, we did have some really great travel tips. A lot of people talked about being careful not to offend the the, the natives, as it were. Yeah, right. Uh, and I, you know, I don't disagree with some of the things that some people said. You know, some said be sure and get lots of, of uh, currency, and others said don't. Um, like I said, when we were in Spain and Portugal, everything was on a card. And when we got to Greece, it's, everything they wanted was cash. Yeah, so, I started to say some of that stuff don't, isn't, I mean, it's terribly location specific, isn't it? Yeah, it really, you, you can't, you can't narrow it down to that much sometimes. So, you know, yeah, I guess part of it is just like what we did. And that is, is be ready to uh, uh, monitor and adjust. I think uh, had Diane not gotten sick, I certainly wouldn't want to drag her all over the country when she was getting sick, but uh, to go to Zagreb, Yugoslavia, or Zagreb, Croatia, and ride the train. I love seeing how people really live. Tourist areas are nice. That's interesting. Good. Cool. Yeah, but short but dose. Exactly. The real people. Uh, and when we get to Bologna, oh, my God. We leave the train station. The train station from the social hub is four blocks, something so we walk back down. There's an enormous church at the corner again. Gorgeous places. Now, when you're in Italy, they're all Catholic churches, not too many Greek Orthodox. Right across the street from one of the big, beautiful uh, Catholic churches is a little bitty place. Great, supposed to be a great Italian restaurant. And they've got tortellini. They've got uh, Greek uh, salad. They, I mean, it's a, they've got steak. It's really nice. And I'd always heard this routine before as a kind of a joke, you know. But the lovely little waitress comes over and she says, what would you like? And I said, you, you just want a bottle of Merlot, baby, just a, you know, or not a bottle, but a glass of Merlot and just some generic red wine. And, and I said, yeah. And the little waitress said, no, 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 no. I will not do that for you. I will get you a great bottle from our area here. You need red wine from Bologna. I'm like, okay. Okay. So I, yeah, it's true. It really happens. They will, they will absolutely tell you, no, I'm not going to do that for you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. You might need you some of that, Randy. <laughs> no. No. 
I don't need, I need all the sobriety I can get. <laughs> no, 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 I, no, no, no. I mean, I mean, having a waitress tell you, they're not going to help you with that. Oh, no, well, no you know, it's that, what's, what's that, you know, what was that movie with the great line? You know, the lady comes up to the guys and says, what don't you want? <laughs> you remember that? She, they, they serve green beans or something else. So they only serve one thing, T-bone rare. Yeah. Rare. Baked, pota- baked loaded baked potato and green beans and something else. So what don't you want? What don't you want? Cause I'm going to bring you the regular unless you do. Well, cause right? I'm only bringing you one thing. It's just a, the only thing you get to choose is the vegetable. <laughs> you don't get to choose how it's cooked. Do you not want the green beans or do you not want the mashed potatoes? Yeah, exactly. So what don't you want? So yeah. that's funny. Well, well welcome home. Welcome well, home. It's good to be home. And I got to tell you just because, and I, I tell you what, I'm going to give, I'm trying to give more travel advice. Um, you would think that when you travel, everything's going to be perfect. And I don't mean that derogatorily. And obviously it's not going to be perfect and whatever, well, but see, I want to I remind you just the opposite. I, I don't think <laughs> it, if it can go wrong, it will go wrong. Well, let me explain to you that we're on a boat and I'm on a boat with several hundred dollars or euros that I don't know if Joe Biden and the, the Senate or and the Congress or the, the, the representatives are going to be able to work out a debt reduction bill or a debt reduction, a, uh, a budget extension. So I'm, I'm standing in, in uh, Switzerland thinking, I hope this, you know, hundred dollars in my pocket is not going to be worth $80 come tomorrow morning. Yeah. I hope they're going to work something out. Because they're, the reason, the point of what I'm making is, is that there will always be a potential crisis or a crisis that could upset your trip. Don't let it upset your trip. Just go do it. You know, and somebody had said before, well, this is probably the trip of a lifetime, Dennis. And I'm like, yeah, probably. And, and you know, as, as I have been told and said a million times, you know, don't wait till you're old to travel. If you know, you, we walk on average when Diane and I, I Diane joke that when we go on, on, uh, on vacation, it's a lot like boot camp. I go to Diana's boot camp because, you know, during the rest of the week, we'll walk two and three miles a day. Uh, we've on vacation. We'll walk eight and 10 miles a day. And, uh, you know, it, healthiest thing we do, I guess, technically, but there's a lot of things that could go wrong, but you got to ignore them and just go on, go on with life every day, you know? Yeah, well, there is that. But Hot Springs Village is not a bad place to come home to, huh? You know, we came home, sat down on the lake. Uh, Diane said, why don't we crawl in the hot tub? We have a, a new hot tub back here behind us. Uh, pulled the lid off, sat in the hot tub, looked up at the stars and went, and we travel because... <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what my yeah. line would be. I can't wait I can't wait to do another 26 hours of being awake and not sleeping and, and <laughs> yeah. traveling and... Being yeah. stuffed with a bad sandwich every four hours, you yeah, know, and getting whatever that bug is that y'all got that amoeba that y'all brought back home with you. <laughs> not, yeah. I do not encourage the norovirus at any time at any day. Yeah. Yeah. There's that. There's that. Well, it's awesome. All right. Anything that we want to tease before we say goodbye, since we've held the audience complete hostage for however long this is. Yeah. For, bless their souls. Uh, yeah. I tell you what, well, I, we let's just, just kind of come back to it real quick. You know, you and I've been talking quite, quite a bit. Um, we know there are some big changes coming for you, period. There, there's going to be some lifestyle change, life changes, that kind of thing, I think, for the better. Yeah. That said, um, there's going to be some changes on the show, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I mean, I would term it, you know, improvement. 
you know, we're, we're, we're trying to grow. We're trying to, we're trying to get better. We're trying to engage the audience and kind of give folks more of what they want and kind of satisfy our own curiosities as well. So yeah, no, listen, it, it's, it's all, it's all good. And yeah, we do. We've got, we've got huge changes, you know, five, and, and, uh, five for, months or so away. Well, but we have uh, huge improvements in, in the way we see it, you know, as um, with, with your getting COVID and, and the move and the change in the sale and all this, and it couldn't have been more complicated, couldn't have been more difficult. I know or it could have been more difficult, but um, it brought us to a place where, you know, I'm doing a lot of interviews with individual people because as a rule, I don't want to just make shows with myself. But uh, more Randy and, and Dennis shows is what I see in the future hmm? in the crystal ball. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think for sure. Yeah. And and actually, uh, I'm looking forward to the one we're going to do on music soon, because, you know, look, we've done I know we've done a lot of shows and we do have curiosity about the village. But we also uh, for those of you that don't know, Randy ran a record and hi-fi shop for decades. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was how the how the whole thing got started. You yeah. Know, got started playing Earth, Wind and Fire <laughs> to demo speakers <laughs> you know, back, back back in the. uh in the early seventies, you know, when I was about 15. So, yeah. And, and you had to uh, lie and tell him you were 16 so you could work there. Right. No, I didn't. I didn't no. oddly enough. He, he never asked how old I was, <laughs> I, you know, so I, <laughs> I walked in cold, you know, so don't say, ask, don't, don't yeah, ask, don't people, tell people don't think cold calling works. I got news for you. My very first job selling stereo <laughs> equipment was a cold call, an in-person cold call. Did you walk in the door and say, Hey, I can sell that stereo for you. Or what'd you do? No, I just walked in and I said, you know, you guys looking for any, any sales help and 15, 15, Randy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the general manager was like, nah. you know, he was standing behind the counter and he said, no, not really. And it happened that the owner who had been trained in the Navy, he came walking he came walking up to the kind of showroom area mm -hmm. and uh, kind of wanted to know what was going on. So I told him, and next thing I know, I'm sitting in front of him in the back office answering questions about brands that he doesn't even carry, which that's <laughs> the only question I remember is Morant's model numbers. 3110, the 3100 series, yeah. the, uh, the yeah, silver you know face the, boys. You know what the last two digits mean? And I said, that's the wattage. That's the wattage, yeah. That the, got me the, the job. The thirty-one twenty-five is a twenty-five watt amp, and and yeah, and yeah the forty-five, the thirty-three forty-five. That's you know, I answered that question. He hired me. See, now this is what people don't know about us, and they might think that we've known each other our whole lives or whatever. But we have had there's a cross section of so much that we do and have done together. Uh, when I was in college, we had a whole rack, and I forgive me if I'm getting the numbers wrong, but we did not have little bitty preamps. In, in the music room, we had turntables, and there was a big, long table, and that table had a Morantz 3100 dropped into it that had no amplifier, and it was a 3150. So, so it receiver. had a fifth, yeah, it had a receiver, okay. but it, that we plugged in the turntable, and we plugged yeah. in our headphones, and that's how we did our homework. You know, we, we yeah, had a yeah. full amplifier to do our homework with. Well, <clears throat> Dennis... You know, they're asking me to uh, run sound with our group that we travel with, the, with the the scholarship group. And uh, I'm said, well, yeah, but we're not going to need, we're going to need more power. And they said, what are you going to do? I said, well, we got a whole room full of Morantz amplifiers we're not using. <laughs> they said, well, what do we do? I said, just lift them up. We racked them together. We, you know, I, I put them, bridged them all together. And I was making hundreds of watts out of these little boxes, yeah, you know. Were. 
Well, so we come home, it's, we always perform on Sundays, of course, and we come home on a Sunday night and one of them smells like blue smoke, hint, hint, wink, wink. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what happened? I was like, well, one of the amplifiers burned up. And I, they said, what are we going to do? I said, nothing. <laughs> he said, what do you mean? Said, we're we're going to drop it back in the hopper. Nobody will ever know because they never plug speakers up to the back of it. They'll know, no, yeah. you know, yeah. worked great for the next 12 years or whatever, you know, so Anyway, we, well, we had areas kind of prompt. That's what prompted, you know, Dennis wanted to do a, uh, he wanted to do a show about music and I think it was largely prompt because of KVRE. So quick shout out KVRE, our exclusive media partner been super since day one, by the way. Yeah. And now that, uh, the HSV inside out radio edition every Saturday at 10 AM, every Sunday and at 10 Sunday, a.m. Yeah, 10 AM. Yeah. yeah. Same show. So if well, you miss you, it on Saturday, then catch it on Sunday. And if you love it on Saturday, then love it again on Sunday. So. And if you hated it on Saturday, don't tell anybody and just, you know, yeah, go to the yeah. lake or something. Just right? power through. And and for what it's worth, you filled in for me for a month. You did four shows that I sincerely appreciate. If you hadn't heard those, contact me. I'll mail you the link or something. No, they were great yeah. shows. And But that's kind of what sparked us to, to – we started talking trivia for music, and I'm like, Man, we we know a lot of stuff between us. Or well, the shows were probably terrible, but I love I loved it because I got to play music. So, and explain to people real quick, Randy, and we got to go. I know, but explain to people why don't we play music on here every week? I'd love to. Um, little small thing called copyright that would. Are they still us, doing that? Yeah, yeah, that would that would that would get really us, that would get us banned from YouTube, and it would be, yeah, it would get us banned on the podcast platform. So. By the way, and we don't ever hawk it, but we probably should. So the YouTube channel, you can find links at our website. Click on that. Yeah, we would appreciate it if you'd subscribe, if you click that that like button, that thumbs up button. People tell you this all the time on YouTube because it's true. It does help you get noticed more. Yep. You know, they've got these bots and things that work this magic that nobody but Dennis understands. So... Anyway, mm, there's that. So if you do yeah. want to watch in video, which I don't know why anybody would, but people do, and we appreciate you. So, all right. I notice our, our shows come out Tuesday night and Friday, or Tuesday night and Thursday night, basically Monday night and Thursday night, about 2 a.m. Well, 1 a.m.? About 1 a.m.? 1 11 a.m. Set 1 11 a.m. That's right. You can set an alarm, wake up at 1 11 a.m. on yep. Tuesday morning, Monday night, or a Thursday night, Friday morning. Uh, but, Randy, every time I look on, there have been 13 views. There's 13 people that between the time that the show comes out and that well, I get not, up in the morning. I'll, yeah, I'll give you a secret and tell you why. Well, the, YouTube, the YouTube videos publish at 1130 the night before. So they publish oh. at 1130. Oh. At one eleven, it goes live on our website, and it goes to all the pl- all the audio podcast platforms. Or the RSS. So feed, if you yeah. will subscribe to the YouTube channel, you will get what is that? A two an hour, hour and twenty minutes. Of, yeah, yeah. You'll get a, yeah, you'll get a one hour and some odd jump on the thing. Now you'll have to be awake. You have to be <laughs> sitting in front of your computer at eleven thirty the night before to get it, but. You know, some of the stuff so compelling, you probably would want to do that. Well, now, Randy, hang on. Just because they start being awake when they start watching it. I mean, if there's a nod off here and there, that's not our fault, right? No, or if you're like me, you go to bed. I don't know. You try to go to bed at 10 o'clock and by 1130, you're up. <laughs> so it's perfect. It's perfect timing. 
perfect Had that cat nap, time to go back to work. Yeah, exactly. All right. Say good night, Dennis. Good night, Dennis. For those of you who are Hot Springs Village Inside Out, Randy, Randy Cantrell, Dennis Simpson, we will see you next time. Thanks for watching and listening to Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a weekly podcast starring Hot Springs Village, Arkansas. Visit the website at hotspringsvillageinsideout.com.